New York Bozo, a Green 19 Packers podcast. Check New York Bozo! New York Bozo! New York Bozo! All right, we are off and running. It is Friday, October 12th, 2018, uh, going into week six of this NFL season. This is Tanner Dunkel, uh, Green19Packers.com. Another episode of New York Bozo missed last week, had midterms, pretty busy. Uh, Could have talked about the win against Buffalo, but uh, this week we'll be talking about the disappointing loss against the... NFC North uh, divisional opponent, the Detroit Lions at Ford Field. Uh, the Packers lost that game, thirty-one to twenty-three, and uh, it was pretty much the Mason Crosby game. Uh, just couldn't hit anything. Probably the worst game he's ever had. And Aaron Rodgers didn't look up the snuff. Uh, but the rookie wide receivers, uh, Equinemia St. Brown, had three catches for eighty-nine yards. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling scored his first uh, professional touchdown. Uh, so there were some things to build on in that game. The defense looked all right. Um, played well enough to win, I thought. Um, Aaron Rodgers may have thrown for over 400 yards. But you could, you could just see he wasn't in a rhythm in the first half there. Um, but there were some good things. In Detroit, so I guess I'll start with the good things because uh, there were a lot of bad things, a lot of things that went wrong. Um, Aaron Rodgers was 32 of 52, uh, 442, and three touchdowns. Um, you look at that stat line and you'd think, oh, the Packers probably won the game, but uh, Rodgers had to throw the ball almost every play in the second half to come back from that 24 nothing deficit at halftime. Um, Aaron Jones, I believe one of the keys to my game was Aaron, Rod- or Aaron Jones needs, I think it was. 15-plus carries. Detroit had uh, one of the worst rushing defenses in the league, and Aaron Jones tallied up seven carries for 40 yards um, and a long of 18. Uh, That's 5.7 yards a carry. Jamal Williams didn't do too bad. Six carries for 33 yards. That's 5.5 a carry. Ty Montgomery had four for 15. Um, Like most of Packer fans out, like most Packer fans out there, it's a... Real uh, concerning that Mike McCarthy hasn't been giving the ball to Aaron Jones more. I think anyone with two functioning eyes can see who the Packers' best running back is. Aaron Jones is one of the best offensive players on that team, in my opinion. Um, From a skill position, he's the second best behind Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams, who ended up with nine catches for 140 yards and a touchdown, um... Led the receive the receivers. Um, like I said, St. Brown had three for eighty nine. Jimmy Graham had six for seventy six. Scantling seven for sixty eight. Uh, Montgomery, Williams, and Jones all had four total catches out of the backfield. And Lance Kendricks caught a touchdown pass. Um, defensively, um, the Packers were without rookie uh, first round selection Jair Alexander. Um, with a groin injury, and Bashad Breeland popped up on the injury report. They were missing him, too. I was hoping to see his debut. So the Packers were really with four corners out there, and Kevin King coming off an injury, uh, Tremont Williams, Josh Jackson, and Tony Brown, who Tony Brown, I thought, played pretty well, had the 
costly taunting penalty that I mean kid breaks up a pass and <laughs> pretty much just looks at the guy I didn't you could tell he didn't say anything um, I, people say it was a boneheaded undisciplined move but I mean I, I really don't want to fault Tony Brown kid made a nice play um, Kevin King struggled a little bit um, Josh Jackson had a couple miscues um, but hopefully this weekend uh, or this week on Monday night against the uh, San Francisco 49ers we'll finally see that full uh, Packers cornerback group that includes Alexander and Breland and we can see what they really do um, but this is a big game for the Packers uh, going into the bye right now they sit at 2-2-1 and one, and usually the Packers usually I should say usually played pretty well in Detroit last year <laughs> was the haha Clinton Dix show where he just looked horrendous. We'll touch on uh, Clinton Dix's interview with Jason Wildey a little bit later. But staying on the defensive side of the ball, I really I'd really like to see some more of Oren Burks out there. Um, but on top of everything, Kenny Clark is oh man, that dude's a freaking beast. Uh on the defensive line there, obviously the Packers lost Muhammad Wilkerson, and they uh, activated Tyler Lancaster from the practice squad. Um, they tried to sign Brian Price off the Cleveland uh, practice squad along with the Dallas Cowboys, but uh, John Dorsey upped his pay, and now he's on the Cleveland uh, active roster, I believe. Um, so the Packers are kind of thin on the D-line, and we haven't heard Mike Daniels' name a lot this year. Um, I think he's quietly played well. Um, but Kenny Clark is the best defensive player the Packers have, and it's not even close. Um, Antonio Morrison is another guy I've been taking a look at, and you can't question the guy's effort. He's just a little slow out there. That's why I'd like to see Burks in there more. Um, a little bit quicker. Um, Josh Jackson, I don't know if he had a defensive snap at safety. He may have, but he was, a uh, speaking out about his, uh, Disappointment in playing time. Um, and Mike McCarthy touched on that, saying that he was glad that uh, Josh Je- or Josh Jones is pissed off. Um, but I'm all for Josh Jones uh, getting out there and playing on some defense. Um, but that dude is, every time he's on special teams, it seems like there's a, a penalty on him. He, he had a costly holding, which I thought was kind of ticky-tacky, on the Ty Montgomery return back after Detroit's first score. Um, so the defense, I thought, played all right. Um, the offense just got to get in a rhythm. Um, Rodgers said he doesn't think they're that far off, but Rodgers took a lot of the blame on him saying he needs to play better, and he does, um, but he's not the only one. Um, I think Mike McCarthy needs to get the ball into Aaron Jones' hands, um, and I think they need to, they need to get healthy too. I mean, Randall Cobb's missed two straight weeks, Drama Allison missed this week. So once you get a full Packers uh, offense out there, I mean, I think they'll I think they'll hit stride. It's just a matter of when, and it's got to come soon. Um, I don't want to call this win, this week a must-win game, but I mean, this is a game the Packers need to win. They can't walk walk out of Lambeau Field into the bye week going to play the Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots with a loss. That's it's that simple. But let's talk, let's uh, let's uh, talk about the bad. Um, that was the Green Bay Packers special teams this week, and it started with a uh, turnover on a punt that allegedly hit Kevin King in the back, which I think anyone could tell that that 
ball didn't hit him in the back, but it was a tough play to over, overturn. Um, and then you can talk about uh, how J.K. Scott didn't punt the ball at all because most drives either ended in a turnover or they ended in a missed Mason Crosby field goal. Um, but I've never seen Mason Crosby uh, kick so poorly. Um it's, it's just usually when Mason Crosby's out there, he's a good kicker, but he's vastly overpaid. I believe he's like four million a year. His cap, his cap number's four million for a kicker. That's just that's ridiculous. Um, there's only well, there's only two or three kickers in the league I give a salary at to, and that'd probably be Justin Tucker, Greg Zerline, and there's, I'm sure there's another one out there. But I mean, and I get it, the conditions are usually tough, but he was in a dome this weekend. When I when I think of going to Detroit, I think a kick shouldn't be missed. And nothing was right. He's changing shoes. The snaps were fine. I know it's a rookie snap or a rookie holder. You might think that that that's the that's the issue. But he was ten of eleven coming into this week, and that's just unacceptable. I mean, I, as poorly as the Packers played, they lost thirty-one to twenty-three, and Mason Crosby missed an extra point and what four four field goals. Something like that. That's that's the ball game. I, I I know it doesn't seem like it, but it is. As poor as the Packers played, and people think, oh, the Detroit Lions are playing well. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Packers. No, the Packers gave them that game. It was horrible. It was horrible to watch. Um, I'm 0-2 while going home and watching it in my basement, and I'm <laughs> I'm 2-0 when I watched the game from start to finish in my dorm room, and I missed the Vikings game. There was a tie, probably because I had to watch. I watched half of it, and then I had to miss half of it. So. I'll be in my dorm room this Monday night, so keep that good mojo going. But it's just the special teams has been it's just it's just been poor penalty. Like I said, penalties and the Kevin King thing there, you could tell that that the direction of the game was going just just off of that. But uh, and I was I I don't think I tweeted it, but I uh, it's just that's unacceptable for Mason Crosby, and I get it. He's been a reliable kicker, but God, if if something happened again this week, I'd be looking for a new kicker. That's just me. That's costing the team football games. You have one job as a kicker, and that's that's to make your extra points and field goals. It's that simple. But let's talk a little. Uh, haha, Clinton Dix, who uh, interview came out, I believe, yesterday or two days ago, something like that, um, with Jason Wildey, um, where he. Was talking about how he's playing every game like it's his last, and uh, he's leaving it all on the field. He doesn't expect to be back in Green Bay with the free agency looming next year, and I think that kind of brought up a conversation. People do the Green Bay Packers want Ha Ha Clinton Dix back, and man, there's a lot of fans out there that want him gone, and I can't say that I blame them because his poor has been or his play has been extremely poor over the last uh, two years, and he, I don't think he was amazing in his All Pro year. But if a safety has six or seven picks, they're probably they're making a Pro Bowl, they're making All Pro or something. The guy doesn't like the tackle, and it looks like he's kind of he's not playing for a next contract. He's he's protecting himself from injury, and it doesn't shock me. A lot of guys do that. Um, but the way the Packers safe the, the Packers safety uh, um, position right now is 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 probably the weakest on the roster. Um, you got Ha Ha, you got. Kentrell Bryce, Josh Jones, who obviously is a second rounder from last year who hasn't been seeing the field. That says a lot about Josh Jones. Um, 
Jermaine Whitehead and Raven Green. So, if the Packers do decide to let um, HaHa Clinton Dix go, which wouldn't shock me at all, then they really got to revamp the safety position. And I don't know what there is in the draft. I haven't taken a look. I don't know what there is in free agency. I assume Tyran Matthew, who signed a one-year deal with the Texans, uh, Earl Thomas, who's going to be 29 or 30 when free agency comes and coming off another leg injury. So there's options out there, but um, I, it's just... And I think a lot of people took Clinton Dick's words out of context. A lot of people are saying he doesn't want to be here. He's saying he doesn't expect to be here. Like he, I don't think he expects the Packers to make him an offer. because You know why? Probably because he knows how poor he's played over the last year or two. So... I don't know. I guess we're going to have to let it play out. Maybe <laughs> Clinton Dix will hear from the Packers later in the year. Um, he's got two or three picks right now. Um, he's definitely played better this year, better than last year, but still, it's just, yeah, I'm not a fan. But And I love the <laughs> Clinton Dix pick out of college. Packers really needed safety after the uh, MD Jennings um, experiment that was horrific. Um, so I like the pick, I really did, and, you know, I think, I think Ha has been solid, uh, but for a first round pick like that, they picked up his option, um, probably because of that all pro year, but we'll have to see, and we'll have to see what his price is come free agency, I'm sure some team will overpay for him, because he's kind of a big name, but we'll see, um, just gonna have to let it play out, but to, for Ha Clinton Dix to say, He's been playing every game like it's his last. Um, I kind of made a sarcastic tweet about that. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. If I'm playing each game like it's my last, I'm going balls to the wall. And I don't think ah, Clinton Dix is really doing that. We've seen his, his tackling. Kenny Galladay uh, just absolutely stiff-armed that guy into the freaking turf at Ford Field on that long pass play. So... Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. Um, definitely something I'm gonna keep an eye on. Uh, Haha's play for the rest of the year to see where he's kind of at come free agency time. But let's talk about uh, Monday night's game. Um, I'll have a preview out probably Sunday. I'd say I'll probably hold off a day on it. Um, but I did pick the Lions last week. I'm two one and one. I got the Washington game wrong. Um, but a lot of people picked the Packers last week. I picked the Lions in a close one, and it was close. Um, this week, I'm probably leaning heavily towards the Green Bay Packers because the San Francisco 49ers are not a good football team. <laughs> C.J. Beathard is the quarterback under center because of Jimmy Garoppolo's torn ACL and the TV people there. They kind of thought that uh, the 49ers and Jimmy G would be uh, must-watch television this year, and I believe this week starts um, on Monday night with the Packers. The Niners then play a lot of primetime games, and I think they might have been flexed out of one or two already um, because they just aren't good. They lost to a Josh Rosen-led Arizona Cardinals, and I'm a big Josh Rosen guy, but the Cardinals as a team aren't very good. Um, so that kind of shows you the state and where the San Francisco 49ers are right now. Coming into Lambeau Field on a Monday night, it's going to be cold. It's going to be like 45 degrees, I think. Um, this is a game that the Packers just simply can't lose, and it should be, like I said about the Bills game, 
a confidence-boosting game for the offense more, more than the defense. The defense should eat up against a quarterback like C.J. Beathard. And I think Marquise Goodwin's going to play Monday night. He's been hurt. Um, so, and I don't know about Matt Breida. I know he's had ankle injury or something, but it's either Matt Breida or Alfred Morris. Um, but you take a look at that Niners offense, there's really two guys you should really account for. Two or three guys you should really account for, and that's, um, like I said, Breida, if he plays, Marquise Goodwin at the receiver position, and George Kittle at the tight end. Um, Kittle's had a really good year so far. And uh, Beathard will sling it. He'll sling it, but it's not always going to end up in his own team's hands. So this should be a, the defense should, like I said, the defense should eat up this week. Hopefully all the corners are back and healthy. Bashad Breeland will make his Packers debut, hopefully. Um, I'm not sure about Jagger Alexander. I, if I were to take a guess right now, I'd say he's not going to play. Uh, I think they'll, because you don't want to get too cute with the groin, and I think he'll, um, I think he'll sit it out and take the extra time into the bye week. I could be wrong. I'm no medical doctor. Um, offensively for the Packers, this is a game the Packers have to get back on track. Um, I know I'm no GM. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But if the Packers were to go into this game Monday night and the offense looks like crap, like they did in Detroit, like they did in Washington, like they did against the Bills for a fourth straight week on Monday night football in Lambeau Field and the Packers go in there and the offense looks bad and the Packers lose... Going to a bye week, if I like I said, if I were the GM, which I'm not, I'd probably send Mike McCarthy's bags packing, and I'd throw Joe Witt Jr. in there, some someone, or who, are, just I'm just I've just about had it with Mike McCarthy. Uh, I just think he's been there too long. Not many NFL coaches uh, coach for more than 10 years, and McCarthy's one of three three or four, I believe, maybe Mike Tomlin's one, maybe, but Tomlin, Marvin Lewis, and um, Bill Belichick, and pff, Belichick's won a lot of Super Bowls, won a lot of playoff games, Mike Tomlin's won one or two Super Bowls, a lot of playoff games, Marvin Lewis, uh, still don't know why he's got a job, but the Bengals look pretty good this year, Mike McCarthy's a highly NFL, highly successful NFL coach who's had arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and Brett Favre, um, two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and he's got one Super Bowl, and he's got one Super Bowl appearance. Um, so it's just, and Aaron Rodgers ain't getting any younger. Um, they just gave him a lot of money. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, he's got. They gave him an extension last year, a one-year extension, but obviously the Packers aren't going to fire Mike McCarthy midseason. I don't know if they'll fire him at all going into next year, um, unless the Packers maybe miss the playoffs. But I think if the Packers, that's just me, I think if the Packers make the playoffs, Mike McCarthy's job is safe for at least one more year, and which would be a mistake, it would, um, because you, I could totally see the Packers' offense catching fire, and Aaron Rodgers, once again, like he always does, carries this team to the playoffs, with a average defense, maybe the defense looks better this year, but still got those holes. There's still holes. There's no pass rush. Clay Matthews and Nick Perry are trash. Um, there's just... I just think with Brian Gutekunst under the uh, GM there, it would be a nice culture change, I think. Um, and I would go out there, and I, I tweeted something about Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. Could you imagine Lincoln Riley, 35 years old, and Aaron Rodgers under center with him at quarterback? That would be freaking awesome. Um, I'm one of the biggest Sean McVay fans 
in the freaking world? Could you imagine Sean McVay with Aaron Rodgers? Could you imagine Doug Peterson with Aaron? All these offensive-minded guys. And Mike McCarthy's an offensive-minded guy. Yeah. And he's been running the same freaking offense since 2003 or whatever. But um, the Packers offense has to get it together. they got to get it together going into Monday night. And you know how you get that thing together? Give the ball to Aaron Jones. That's just me. Get the ball to Aaron Jones. Opens up the play action a little bit. Uh, you keep guys like Jamal. And Jamal Williams is a solid guy. I get it. And uh, Ty Montgomery is a solid player. And I like Ty Montgomery out of the backfield. Um, they need to find ways to get him the ball because he is a playmaker. But Aaron Jones is, and I've said it before, if Aaron Jones got the ball as much. He, he's a top 10 and could sneak his way into the top 5 running back conversation. And I'm dead serious about that. The dude's averaging like over five and a half yards a carry dating back to last year. And he's, I know it's not a ton of attempts, but it's over a hundred. And I don't understand how a highly successful successful NFL coach can't give Aaron Jones the ball unless he's got Jamal Williams on his freaking fantasy team. And I was actually shocked to see Aaron Jones in there in the second snap um, from scrimmage. In Detroit, Jamal Williams got the ball on the first carry, or, uh, first play, but Jones was in there in the second, and I was blown away. I'm like, well, this might be the game where they give Aaron Jones the ball, but we'll see. I'm not, I'm not too optimistic that Aaron Jones is going to get double-digit carries. Um, I'll tell you right now, one of my keys of the game, the Packers will win Monday night if Aaron Jones gets 10-plus carries. They'll probably win if he gets five carries, but... There's no reason the Packers shouldn't blow out the San Francisco 49ers. On paper, they're a better team. And I know they haven't been playing well, but the 49ers are not good. It's in Green Bay. There's no excuse. The Packers should be 3-2-1 going into the bye week. And then they got two tough games, uh, the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots. Um, If they can sneak one of those out of there, that'd be awesome. But we'll see. The the, uh, offense needs to... Needs to get it together, and I think in the bye week, hopefully the team can get healthy. Hopefully that extra week of no contact helps Aaron Rodgers' knee, who he supposedly had a setback. Um, it didn't look pretty on that one where he scrambled uh, to his right for a first down, picked it up, and fumbled the ball out of the bounds. Out of bounds. Uh, kind of an ugly hit on his knee, but he might have to go back to a bigger brace, and he's still moving around pretty well with the big brace, I thought. Uh, I think he played with it against the Bills. Um but hopefully this is a week where the Packers offense gets on track. Um, they give Aaron Jones the ball. Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison are healthy. They find a way to really work in Jimmy Graham there. And the defense plays well. The corners are all back. Everyone's healthy. And they're gaining a little momentum going into the bye. That's what should happen this week. I'll tell you right now, I'm picking the Packers. So, I mean, you can read the preview for the score pr- prediction the Packers are winning Monday night. It might not be pretty. In it, it, I don't know. But uh, there's just it's really tough to pick against Packers Monday night. That's who I'm going with. Um, um, other than that, like I said, the Packers should be three, two, and one going into the bye. Hopefully, they get healthy. They've been relatively healthy this year. Byron Bell's starting again at right guard for Justin McCray. Byron Bell had a rough week last week. Looked pretty good against the Bills. He's been all right. McCray's really struggled up until then. But hopefully, uh, Packers can get a win this week, get healthy, 
cruise into the bye week, three, two, and one, uh, in the mix for the division lead. The Bears are three and one right now, and they got a game this week against I don't remember, but um, so we'll see. Um, but that pretty much wraps up this episode. Uh, look for the preview. Um, Sunday afternoonish, I will be in my dorm pretty much all weekend typing some homework. I'll type that up, get it out there. Uh, follow Green 19 Packers on Twitter. Go Pack. Need to win this week uh, desperately. So uh, go Pack.